Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. And I'm just so excited to chat with my girls. So this is a pre-recorded episode. So if I'm missing stuff, if I'm not mentioning stuff, that's why. Um, but when I get back, you're going to get all the stories, Okay. Let's get into some of these emails that you guys have sent in. Let's see. (laughs) This says COVID dreams. Dear Carly and the two furry kings, first of all, let me introduce myself. I'm probably your oldest listener. I am a 55-year-old mother of five adult children, three of my own and two stepchildren. Oh my God, five kids. Love that. Love you. My 28 year old daughter introduced me to you last year and I was absolutely hooked. I love learning about what young people are experiencing these days. And I'm always asking her to explain things that you mentioned on the podcast. (laughs) See screenshots below that she sent you in the spring. You might remember me. Okay, hold on. Let me see the, let me see the screenshot. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yes. I remember this. I responded to, um, her daughter's DM where she had texted her daughter. Um, she said, can you please teach me something? Carly keeps talking about a situation ship, but I don't know what that means. Please help. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Um, oh, cute. Okay. So then she says, so here's what's prompting me to write in. I have COVID this week and I've been having crazy dreams. I didn't know this was a symptom. Well, the other night I dreamt that my daughter and I were bridesmaids in your wedding. Oh my God. We were wearing pretty soft pink dresses. I woke up cracking up laughing at the thought of this. I thought, uh, I think it was because I listened to you all the time and I know you well, thus I qualify to make the cut to make the bridesmaids list. <laughs> oh my God. Um, while I have your attention, I'm going to tell you about my th- amazing three children. See pictures below. Oh, how cute. My son is 31 and is a retired sergeant in the Marine Corps. Even though he's not a sanitation worker and he doesn't have calloused hands, I think you'd be perfect for each other. <gasps> oh my God. He works in cybersecurity for the government <gasps> and is sadly overseas for months on end. I love that he's overseas on months for months on end. I can't think of a better situation. But if he's ever stateside enough, I'll send you his info. I'd love to be your mother-in-law. Oh, thank you so much. That's honestly like the nicest compliment anyone could ever give me. And yes, set, when he's back over here doing whatever the hell cybersecurity is, you know, uh, my 28 year old daughter is a travel nurse. She's been to NYC, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Scottsdale, and now Chicago. She and I travel together all the time. And we listen to your old podcast because we love your Spotify playlist for our long road trips. Oh, thank you so much. I love that freaking pay- playlist. I listen to it every day. I'm glad you guys like it too. She and I compare notes every Monday and we listen to the newest podcast. Maybe you can help me convince her to move back to New York. She's the most compassionate, kind, generous, and loving person. I know her and you would be besties. This is so sweet. My 22-year-old daughter just graduated college and is moving to Australia in October. Oh my God. Although my heart is broken um, to have her move to the other side of the world, I cannot be prouder of this brave, determined, bold, adventurous girly. Thank you for making me laugh every week and for helping me stay current. I absolutely adore you. Oh my God, I love you. Let's see, I wanna see all the pictures. How freaking cute, I love it. 
your kids are beautiful. How cute are they? Oh my God. And a little, um, what kind of dog is this? A golden doodle? This is like the cutest dog ever. I'm freaking out. How freaking cute. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is like my favorite email ever. Thank you so much for, for writing in and for tuning in. I love that it's like a bonding thing um, for you and your daughter too. So shout out to her. Thanks. Hey, thanks for spreading the word, girl. I appreciate it so much. There's, it's, it's so sweet too, to see how like proud moms are of their kids. It's something that's like so special. Let's see. Um, okay. This one says a two for one. Hi, Carly and the kittens. Before I get started, I have to say that when I first started listening to the podcast, I was unaware that you had cats with human names. <laughs> oh my God. You can understand my confusion when you say things like Robert won't stop staring at me or Stanley mommy's working, I was like, is that her brother? <laughs> Girl, why would I say that to my brother? Lover, human son. Anyway, it didn't take me long to determine that they are in fact cats. And now I love you all dearly. I have two stories for you. One of them where I need advice and one shit crap and hold on to your seltzer advice. I was a bit late to the dating world and I, uh, and my first serious relationship ended in May after nearly a year. I'm 28. It was completely blindsided, absolutely heartbroken. And I didn't know how I was going to go on without this man. After almost four months, lots of self-love therapy and a good support system, including your podcast, I can confidently say that he did me a favor. That's what I'm always telling you. You guys don't freaking trust me sometimes. And I'm telling you, it's always going to be fine. And he spared you. And if he's not hundred percent in, then he's out. And and sometimes you guys don't listen to me, but see, it always works out. Um, tell me why this man won't let me move on without him in my life. He doesn't understand that we can't be friends. Rewind to the beginning of the breakup. He claimed that he ended it because he realized we weren't each other's person, but that quote unquote for him, the door would never be completely closed. This is my biggest pet peeve. You guys, this is my biggest pet peeve. When a guy ends things and he's like, listen, I don't want to be with you and I'm going to end this and I'm going to break your heart. But just so you know, I'm never going to leave you alone. <laughs> That's really what they do. Just so you know, I'll be lurking. I'll be lurking around. I'll be texting you randomly and I'm going to confuse the shit out of you because am I going to hurt you? Yes. But am I going to make this easy for you? No. <laughs> That's really what it is. Holy shit. What the hell happened in there, guys? Stanley just came in like he heard me say his name. See, you summons the devil. You summon the devil. Um, okay. So he gave you the same old crock of shit. Nothing. I'm not impressed by this at all. I'm bored of this. We've heard it a million times before. The girls are the girls have seen this before. Um, she says. Maybe I'm crazy, but don't these statements contradict each other? Anyway, at the time, I couldn't imagine not having him in my life. And I was, I really wanted to find a way for us to be friends. I realized over time that I actually don't want this along with all of the reasons that I realized that we were not meant for each other. He was selfish and angry, unhappy. And frankly, I'm quite the opposite. I will always cherish the time we had together. And I've come to terms that I deserve better, but I was changing way too much of myself to make him happy. I want to hear your thoughts. Why do men have the nerve to think that they can still be in our lives when they were the ones that ended things and left us hurt? It's one thing 
um, after if the breakup was mutual and a long time coming, but that's not the case. How can I fully move on and never know if his name is going to pop up on my phone asking about how I'm doing or checking in? I'll attach a screenshot of the most recent conversations and a picture of us. If you don't tell me I'm hotter than him, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Girl, there's no way that you're not hotter than him. I haven't even seen the picture yet. Let's see. Let me read the text. Also, just to like answer this question where you're like, how do I know that, you know, how can I be sure that I'm not going to see his name pop up on my phone? Girl, block him. Block him. That's all. Then his name literally will never pop up on your phone again because you blocked him. That's what needs to be done here. He said to her, hey, I saw you removed us on Instagram from each other. I've been kind of hoping to hear from you, but I feel like the friend thing isn't really something that you're considering anymore. I still think about you and pray for you. Don't bring Jesus into this. Okay. Leave the Lord out of this, sir. You pray for me, please. I hope nothing but wonderful things for you. Good luck with school and your new job. She says, I appreciate you saying those things. I've needed space to move on from the situation. Instagram wasn't helping my progress. This is perfect. Short, sweet to the point for now. I think it's best. We keep the space. Hope you're doing well. Good. Perfect. Oh God, girl, you thought that I was going to say this guy. (laughs) Girl, please. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. And guys, just so you know, I'm not putting it. I'm not putting this on in like the sense of like, oh, I, I have to shit on this guy. Like this guy is dressed like a finance cowboy. Okay. He's dressed, he's wearing a cowboy hat. And he's wearing finance, a finance outfit that every guy that does finance wears. And she has literally, she's so cute and so pretty. And she has perfect hair. And she's wearing a normal people outfit that normal people wear. Okay. So I think that this is such a typical thing that men do when they don't want to give us what they know we deserve but they don't want to completely lose us. They have this thing in their heads where they're like, I need to know that I still have access to her. Like, I'm not going to commit. I'm not going to take her out. I don't want to start things back up, but I want to have some type of control over her. I want to still be in her head. And I really do think that's what it is. I really, I know that's what it is because it's like, listen, we're not friends. I've had to say this to my friend a couple of times. Cause like, a guy was doing this to her, but he would be like, oh, let's go get drinks and blah, blah, blah. And they would go get drinks and she would end up really upset because she was like, I thought he was going to say that he wanted to like try things again or whatever. And I was like, girl, like he's not your friend. She would go out with him and go, oh yeah, but we're just friends. I'm like, girl, he's not your friend. He treated you like shit and he didn't care about your feelings. None of your friends would ever do that to you. So also you, you think he's a fucking asshole because he is. So what is this like friend conversation that we're having? Like the narrative about the friends, the discourse about the friends is a little much like, no, but they just want to know that they can. That's what it is. I mean, I swear to God, I hear from guys that I dated a million years ago and they were like, Hey, you're just thinking about you. Just was thinking about you. Okay. Bye. Keep doing that. Guy can't be bothered. Because you got you freaks are ruining my freaking day. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want anything. I block everyone. Girl, if you could see how many people I have blocked on my phone, forget it. 
Okay. And then she says, don't forget shit crappens. It's a good one. In my opinion, shit crappens. Now, unlike the other shit crappens, I did not poop myself. However, I did hold poop in my hands. No. Oh my God. Like you're, you're like the girl in the, in the with the window. Let me explain. This was 10 years ago, the summer after my freshman year of college. Okay. And my best friend and I were at a house party with basically our entire senior class from high school. Everyone was obviously trying to look cool and fun and unbothered. And now, uh, now we're all in college. Um, it was a night to impress fast forward a couple hours in we're waiting in line to use the only bathroom in the house. My best friend pees first. So now it's my turn. Fun fact. I do this thing when I'm peeing where suddenly I'm pooping. Um, no warning, no preemptive feeling. It just happens. My best friend hates going to the bathroom with me because of this. That's so funny to just like shit in the bathroom with your friend. (laughs) Anyway, this happens while we're at a house party in the bathroom and but it's just another day for me as far as I'm concerned. You can imagine the panic that ensued when the toilet would not fr- flush when I stood up. Immediately, my best friends stare at each other and we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? There's a line out the door of people we went to high school with waiting for us to, to get out of the bathroom. Oh my God, no, this is a nightmare. In this moment, I believe I blacked out before being able to give anything a second caught, second thought. Ooh. Sorry. God was looking out for me that day and he gave me a grocery bag as the trash can liner in the bathroom. Also, before my best friend could stop me, my hand was in the toilet, grabbing it. Oh my God. And throwing it in the grocery bag. Girl, why didn't you just use the bag as like a glove in hindsight? Like if you were to pick up dog poop, you wouldn't pick it up with your hand and then put it in the bag. Hey, maybe you just weren't thinking I'm going to give you a pass on that because the adrenaline would have, would have made me do crazy things too. Um, Okay. God was also looking out for me when he gave me a solid, very pickupable poop. <laughs> Any other consistency would have left me doomed. So I cleared the toilet and tied up the grocery bag and scrubbed my hands with scolding hot water. We walked up proudly out of the bathroom, my friend's hand clutching the tied up bag and my best friend standing guard in front of me. Uh, we walked out the front door, found a garbage can, chucked the sucker away and went back into the party. I never felt so disgusting, but... <laughs> also like such a badass. So what happened to the pee? You just left the pee in the toilet. If the, if the toilet wouldn't flush or what? I need to know. I absolutely need to know that. (laughs) Hey, you guys. (laughs) Hey, you guys. Okay. Hope everybody's doing good. Bajormo, bajormo, bajormo. It's me. It's me. I'm here to do the ads, okay? This show is sponsored to you by BetterHelp, and we all need a little help sometimes. The next time you want to shop your troubles away, eat your feelings, or drink your sorrows, turn to BetterHelp. I did not write that, and that was in the copy, and I'm sorry because that felt hit a little too close to home for me personally. Their online therapy gives you a place to express your emotions, work through problems, and make important decisions with guidance. BetterHelp is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Getting started is easy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. You guys know I am such an advocate for for um, us taking care of our mental health and working with better help has just been so great. I just love them so much. A lot of times I don't even want to leave the darn house and leaving the darn house is the hardest part. So I think it's really nice to have the convenience of it as well. Head into the fall season with a clear mind 
Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Secret Keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Secret Keepers. We also have... You guys know I love the stuff, okay? You guys know I love my AG1. Starting a supplement routine can feel so overwhelming. So many brands come with 900 different products with confusing directions and sketchy reviews. We don't have time for that, girls. AG1 makes it easy to get the nutrition that you need. It replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple daily drink. I gave AG1 a try because I really wanted to take care of my body. I drink AG1 in the morning right before my coffee, and it makes me feel like I'm ready and I'm on top of my nutrition. So it is so easy to use one scoop of powder with water and drink it up. Takes two seconds. Easiest part of your day. Each scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and probiotics and whole food source ingredients that boost my mood and my energy. So it's keeping the vibes up too. Okay, you guys know I love my AG1. I have the little packets. I bring them everywhere with me. I love those freaking things because I was sick and tired of, of taking 27 vitamins a day. So I get all my vitamins, my minerals, and my probiotics in my little drink. I even get a single serving travel pack. So I take it with me when I go on the road and when I'm traveling over here in Italy. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 packs, travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. Check it out. Uh, Okay. This one says bumping up. Tell me I should leave. Hey, Carly and the cute baby boys. First time writing in. I just want to say I love this podcast so much. I actually heard about the potty on TikTok when vabbing went viral. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, Also, shout out to Old Loser in Brooklyn who had shouted out the potty um, on on TikTok because she was talking about vabbing. And I fucking love her. I think she is so cool. I hope I bump into her one day. She's she's the coolest. You guys should follow her. Her name's Old Loser in Brooklyn. And she says, and I've been listening ever since you make me hoot and holler every Monday. And I always look forward to hearing what the stylish Carly has to say. Love you, girly. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I need some big sister advice or a slap in the face telling me to stand the fuck up, but I'm really struggling right now. I'm 23 and my boyfriend is 27. We've been together for 11 months, but lately it's been really difficult. He's a drinker. And earlier this year, we were hanging out in my place and I went to sleep and he stayed up and drank and blacked out. I know I shouldn't have, but I woke up when he was still passed out and I had this gut feeling to check his phone, hurt my own damn feelings. Mm -hmm. When I saw that he'd been messaging several women, I was devastated, but he said it was just a drunk mistake and he'd stop drinking and convinced me to stay. The sobriety didn't last a week, even since we've had good times. Um, Honestly, a lot of arguing, but I tried ending it a couple of months ago. Uh, Once he convinced me we could work things out. Well, This last weekend, we were hanging out again, and he goes to sleep, and I'm still awake, and I have this gut feeling to check again. There it was. He was still doing it, except this name. He tried to hide it better by deleting them and not saving the number. I know these women were from his past, and he's telling them to come over, hook up. Girl, what? But what stuck out to me um, was that he told one of them that he's not ready for a relationship. See, this is what I'm saying about men that are in relationships just... Ugh. like, huh? Anyway, I woke his ass up and asked him to leave. Just like the first time he cried hysterical. Isn't it funny when they cry, when they, when they do like mean things to us and begged me to understand that these were drunk mistakes, but Carly, some of these messages were midday and morning. 
Um, when I knew he was at work, I honestly don't know if he cheated or not, but I'm just as heartbroken. I ended with, I ended it with him, but now we're talking again a few days later. Once again, he says it'll never happen again and that he'll sober up, but deep down, I think he won't change and it will happen again as I wish that wasn't the case. Am I wrong for believing this? I hate that I still love him, but I know the relationship has really taken a toll on my mental health. I know I shouldn't keep letting somebody hurt me. And I know that this, that if this was one of my close friends or my sister, I'd tell him to leave him in a heartbeat, a heartbeat. I guess I just don't know how, but part of me still doesn't want to leave. I know this might sound pathetic, but this is my first boyfriend and heartbreak. And I know I'll miss the relationship and the companionship. I don't know how to let go, but that's what I'm thinking needs to happen. Any advice would be appreciated. Love you lots and kiss right on lips. Um, girl, girl, if I was with you right now, I would grab you by the shoulders and I would shake you around a little bit. Okay. And I'm sorry. And you would end up calling the cops on me. You'd say she grabbed me by the shoulders and she shook me. But if I told the police about this situation, they would go, Hey, it makes a little bit of sense. All right. Here's the thing, whether he physically hooked up with someone or not, whether he literally cheated or not, this is the most like disrespectful and I don't give a fuck behavior and he doesn't respect you. Why are you with a guy that doesn't respect you? And I'm going to tell you why it's because like he's taken advantage of you and manipulated you and made you feel that you need him. Um, which you don't. And he's toxic. I don't even believe this like, oh, it was a drunk thing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you were blacked out drunk and you were just like messaging a bunch of people all day and all morning and all night. Please, please. I'm not even buying that. Um, He's full of shit. He's an asshole. He doesn't deserve you. And he, and girl, I'm telling you, the number one thing is that he doesn't respect you. Period. If, if you don't have that in a relationship, what do you honestly have? He's being so just careless of your feelings and being really stupid. I know that you love him, but you're going to look back and go, this guy is literally pathetic and he's disgusting and he's a dog and I'm just not interested in him. Like, I can't believe I was interested in him. That's what's going to happen. But you're going to need to walk away from him. Sorry. I hate to say it, but my God, Stanley, what, buddy? Yeah. Okay. Meow. And what else? Yeah. Meow. Okay. All right. I feel like they're acting crazy. My cats are acting crazy because I gave them, um, I'm like feeling guilty that I'm going on vacation. So I gave them a bunch of um, cat grass and uh, churu treats this week, but I gave them a bunch of cat grass before. Um, So he's like, he's zooted this guy. And you guys, you want to know what? I know my girls, (laughs) trust me. Girls, you know it's hard out here. And this is, again, I did not write this. This was given to me to read, but hey, it's very relatable. If your feet smell bad, which I know they do, okay? And you know the struggle, girls. Constantly um, sprinkling powder in your shoes, feeling self-conscious when the summer rolls around. Not anymore. We're over that. Lumi is the world's best whole body deodorant, which means you could use it on your pits, your feet, and your privates. Hey, gotta love it. (laughs) why are you laughing 
Ashley thinks I'm kidding. I'm not. I use these. My butt does smell, but not anymore because I use Lumi. I, I use the wipes. You can use them anywhere you want, which is amazing. It was created by a doctor. You put it on your feet. You put it in your armpits. You put it damn, where, damn near anywhere you want. And then you stop stinking. So it's perfect. Lumi is aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and BH, pH balance for safe below-the-belt use. Whether you have really smelly feet, again, I didn't write this, smelly underboobs, or smelly butt crack. Okay, Lumi has you covered. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid six deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. So as a special offer to our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code secret at lumideodorant.com. That's over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code secret. lumideodorant.com, code secret. Check it out. Okay, this one says horrible shoes ick. Carly, I'm listening to the potty and just got to the part where the girl said that she got the ick from a guy's shoes. It reminded me of this time I was on a date a few years ago. He had one too many marks. Uh, I'm sorry, had one too many marks and no shame. I took this video of the guy's horrible shoes right in front of his fucking face, laughing and recording. I'm such a bitch. I got a chuckle out of this being a shared experience. Here's the vid. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. I got it. Okay, so I see him sitting at the table. Oh my God, girl, those shoes are horrendous. And I see guys wearing them all the time. They're like those, like, first of all, first of all, before you even describe the shoe, there's a toe hole on the toe. Like, sir, get a new pair. If you're going to wear ugly shoes, you got to get a new pair of them. Because why do you have a toe hole over the toe, over the big toe? That's crazy. But there are those like, um, they're like slide on shoes that have like a, uh, I, I don't even know what to describe them. They're not like loafers. They're like that, like canvas material and they have that stitching around it. They're almost square, like rectangular. You guys know what shoes I'm talking about. They're crazy. Okay. Um, let's see. This one says, help with dating multiples. Hi, Carly. Love you so much. Feel like we're BFFs. You really are the best. Oh, thank you so much. Your podcast makes me laugh out loud. Thank you so much for that. So I'm recently single after a long marriage. I recently got on Tinder and wow, I go on three dates a week. Cool. Okay, Miss Thing. What is really crazy to me is that I like them all. I know you said to make sure to date multiple guys at once. And here I am. I definitely want to explore options with all of them and continue to date each one. My two questions are, what if one of them um, asked me if I'm dating other people? Should I be honest? I just came out of a marriage where I was cheated on. So I feel like I should be, but I don't know. I feel like it could hurt me more than help. Uh, number two, I haven't slept with any of them yet, but is it bad if I want to sleep with them all at the same time? <laughs> I feel really bad doing that, but no, but wow, I really want to. I don't think you should feel bad about that. You do whatever the hell you want. I feel like I have more questions, but that's all for now. I hope this gets on the podcast. I really do need help and advice on dating multiple people and managing it. Thanks, BFF. Love you so much. And your sweetie little boys kiss right on the lips. Cute. Okay. First of all, do whatever you want to do. Um, for the second question that you sent in, should I feel bad um, if I sleep with them? No, no. I don't believe in feeling guilty for things that make you happy. So no, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, you do whatever the hell you want, okay? Um, and the first question, which was, what if one of them asked if I'm dating other people? Now, here's my thing with that. 
I'm always extremely open about the fact that I'm dating other people, whether somebody asks me or I just, you know, I'll mention like, I don't mention it intentionally, but like if something comes up like, oh yeah, I was on a date a couple of weeks ago and blah, 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 like something like that. I don't know if it comes up. I'm not going to hide it from somebody because it's just like, I don't owe you commitment because you're not my boyfriend. So, but with that all being said, I just kind of like to just have an open dialogue about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's nobody's business who you're dating and how many people you're dating. So if one of them asks you, you can, you can just be like, I'm open to, you, you don't have to say yes or no. You could be like, I'm not, not dating. You know, that's all. And then when one of them asks, you know, for when you're ready and you feel like you want a commitment or one of them asks if you want a commitment, if you're ready for that, then then you decide what you're going to say. And then you got to cut off the other boys. So enjoy it while you can. Okay. Where the hell are you going on three dates a week? You go to the same place all the time. Do they take you to different places? Kind of something exciting. There's something exciting about that, right? Going on, a, going on a first date. It's like scary, but exciting. Okay. Um, this one says my hot electrician husband. <laughs> Hi, Carly and the baby boys. I've been listening to the potty since COVID when I binged it while walking because that was the only thing that we, we could do. And I've been hooked ever since. My husband and I moved to a new city a few hours away from home where most of our families and friends live about a year ago. We do have some family here, but not as much. The transition has been really easy for me. I love my job and I'm super happy here, but my husband is having a harder time. I'm still really close with my best friends from home and we don't see each other all that much. And of course I miss them, but it's not really affecting me on a day-to-day basis. My husband and I are both introverts, but I have a very social job and a friend at work and- He works alone pretty much all day, except for brief conversations with clients before he works on their houses. So while I'm perfectly content just unwinding with him after work and the occasional hangout with friends, he is struggling and feeling lonely or like he has no friends. My question is how do men make friends? I know women do things like Bumble BFF and stuff, but I just don't see men really using stuff like that. Yeah, men don't do that, I don't think. Well, maybe they do if they like move to a different city, but I don't know. I've never heard of it. Um, I recommended he join a recreational baseball league. I think that's a great idea. That's what I was just going to say. What do men, where do men meet? They meet playing sports or they meet at work. That's where they meet their boys. If it's not a childhood friend uh, or a school friend, they meet playing sports. Um, He is down for that, but the season is pretty much over at this point. So it won't be until next year. I love him so much. And I feel so bad that he's lonely and he doesn't know what to do. My coworker and I have that I've gotten close with is married. And we've talked about getting together as a group to see if the boys can bond too. But that just feels like a lot of eggs in the basket and that my work friend's husband will be his new best friend. LOL. If there are any listeners with advice to please send it my way. Yeah. You guys, if you have any advice for her, um, let me know. Oh, wait. And then you guys, you're cute wedding. Fo- wait, you guys are so cute. Oh, and you have a cat. How cute is your cat? I think the sports thing is a great idea. Even if like, girl, why doesn't he join? Like, it doesn't even have to be baseball. What do they do in the, what do they do indoors in the damn wintertime? Join a bowling league or a basketball team or something like that. You know, there's so much stuff you can do. And, and I know that you said, um, 
you just moved, like you moved into a city. So there's definitely a lot of like community stuff, you know, sports teams and shit like that, that he can join. You know, maybe, I don't know. I was going to say maybe the gym, but then it kind of feels like, it just feels like too much pressure, you know, like going to the gym to try and meet a guy, try and meet a guy friend. I think the um, double date idea is great too. I think that both of those things will work. Oh, I feel bad. He'll get used to it. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll make some friends. Tell him to go to Home Depot. Tell him to get, tell him to get a little weekend job at Home Depot or something, you know? Okay. This one says follow-up slash elaboration. Hi, Carly. Thank you for taking the time to read my entry. I wrote in about my now ex-boyfriend who basically told me that if I got pregnant and kept the baby, that he wouldn't stick around. I broke up with him today and I'm having some mixed feelings. I'm reaching out to give you more context and basically just hear you tell that, hear you tell me that I'm an insane psycho freak for even sticking around with him for as long as I did. So there are a few different scenarios that I dealt with in the last seven months that he was in my life. Grab your 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle. Better yet, you might need your vape because some of these girl. Uh, I once asked him to pump my gas. And although he seemed annoyed that I would even ask, he agreed to it. Um, We waited in line for the pump at Costco for about 30 minutes. And I turned my music up too loud to which he turned it back down. Then I turned it up again. And we were just, I thought we were just playing around. I only turned it up to about 17 out of a hundred. So it really wasn't even that loud. And he told me if you turn that up again. I'm not pumping your gas. Me thinking we were joking. I did it a couple more times before stopping because I saw him getting annoyed and being serious. We finally got to the pump after waiting forever. And I handed him my card and he looked me in the eyes and said, I'm not pumping your gas. I told you to stop turning the music up. (gasps) I was shocked. I told him that if he didn't pump it for that reason, I would leave from our visit. Mind you, I drove 45 minutes to him each way we hung out And because he never wanted to come and run his truck down. So I basically begged him to pump it and he stood his ground and said, I'm not doing it. And he didn't, I felt so little like a child, but stayed anyway, girl, the way that not only, not only would I go, all right, you're not pumping it. I would go like this. I would go, I would go like this. I would go, you're not pumping it. Okay, cool. So I would say, use a little handle, right, right to your left. Okay. Or to your right. And use a little handle to your right and pull it and stand outside. And then I'm going to pump my gas. You're going to stand outside there with me. And then I'm going to get back in the car and I'm going to drive fuck away. And I'm abandoning you. I'm abandoning you at the gas station. Because I just feel like. Ugh, what a baby. I think that is the most unattractive quality in a man. When a guy's like a baby about shit, it's like, oh can't you just be one of those lumberjacks from that lumberjack competition that keeps popping up on my algorithm? Listen, I'm responsible for my own algorithm, but those guys would never do anything like this. They're climbing like poles for what? I don't know. Girl, all I know is I see a man with an ax and a ripped shirt and I'm watching the video. Okay. I want to consume that. I want to consume that type of content. Okay. Um, oh, and she wasn't done. There's plenty more left. So She says he would constantly tell me that things I care about, like my cats, my plants and other hobbies that I have were stupid and to stop talking about them because he doesn't care. What? 
I swear to God, he would say it just like that. Recently, I got a foster kitten and my sister sent over photos of it while I well, he and I hung out and I said, oh, she sent me photos of the cat. And he said, I don't care about the dumb cat. <gasps> you would see me and I'm not exaggerating. You would see me on the front page of a newspaper, the next I pipes. And it would say woman on the run. Because I would I would <laughs> please. If a guy said the way that I hammer it into every man that I go on a date with, if you don't fucking like animals, if you don't like my cats, guess what? You're out. You're out. Because you're not my person then. Okay. She said he never followed up with a just kidding or anything. I called him out on these remarks each time and he made it. He made them and. He said, you can't expect me to be interested in everything that you like. Well, I never said that. I just don't like being dismissed like that. He made multiple comments just like that about various things, but I'm trying to give meat and potatoes here. He also told me to shut up multiple times and called me stupid jokingly, but I would tell him that I didn't like it and he kept doing it. Once we showered together and when we got out, I asked him to rub lotion on the top of my back that I couldn't reach just really quick. I didn't ask for a massage. He made me wait for him to do his full skincare routine, his hair, and got dressed from head to toe. Oh my God, including putting on a belt. What? Before he would even entertain the idea of putting a dab of lotion on my back, I asked him to just put it on quick so I could get dressed. I was standing there naked in my towel the whole time. When I, girl, this guy sounds like a fucking weirdo. When I asked him to do it quick, he said, No, you're going to have to wait. Ah, imagine, imagine being attracted to him. And he said, you're just going to have to wait the way that it, I would immediately get that. I would, I would never be attracted to him again for the rest of my life. I would just, I would not be able to do that. I would just like, if he ever even tried to kiss me again, I would laugh in his face. I would be like, you're literally ugly. Okay. He doesn't like your cat. He doesn't, he's not nice to you. He doesn't pump your gas. Like I said, I really appreciate your perspective and value every word that comes out of your mouth. So I just need you to tell me that I was right by leaving this turd. Girl, are you kidding me? I have so much to offer the right person. And he was beginning to make me feel so small. And that's all. I love you to the moon. I'm going to include photos of me and of the cats. All good. And I really hope you enjoy your trip. Have a cannoli for me. These are my fave. Okay. So not surprising to me. She's gorgeous. Okay. Now let me see the cats. They're so okay. So one of them is gray and has green eyes, which is so cute. I want a gray cat so bad. And then the other one is like a gray and white tabby that's Gorgina Bambina. And then, oh, a tuxedo cat. Love a tuxedo cat. Would like one of those too. I would like every color, one of every color. But girl, at the end of the day, there's no point in being with somebody that treats you like shit. It doesn't matter how how strong your feelings are for them sometimes we have feelings for the wrong people. It's just that simple. Like he's just, no, he's out. He's out. I would never let, and listen, I have let men like, you know, I I've accepted men back when they've said horrendous shit to me or done horrendous shit to me. I'm not saying that I've never done it, but at this point in my life, I would never do it because it's just not, it's just not something I'm willing to put up with. What? 
you do have too much to offer for that. And he's a fucking asshole and, and he sucks. He sucks. Him saying you're going to have to wait. Okay, cool. Him not pumping your gas. Okay, cool. Bye. Nightmare. Okay, this one says, send me to hell or absolve me from my sins. Hi, Carly and the kittens. Um, when the Monday series... Uh, when the Monday scaries set in as I'm leaving for work, this potty hyped me up for the day. I felt compelled to write in after hearing another secret keeper ask about her long-term partner admitting to cheating early on in their relationship. My boyfriend and I just got engaged after four plus years of dating. I'm 30. He's 31. We met a few times over the years, but we really hit it off. AKA we banged on a group trip planned by our mutual friends. After the trip due to scheduling conflicts, we were unable to meet up in person for another month. Um, we kept in contact for that month, primarily via texting and Snapchat. It was like 2018. Don't make fun of me. We occasionally talked on the phone and FaceTimed. At this point in time, I was newly single. And while I genuinely liked him, I was hesitant to jump right into a relationship. Also, we lived two and a half hours away from each other and he kind of sucked at texting. So it made me question how things would play out. Additionally, I sort of had friends with benefits situation occurring simultaneously. So there was a brief overlap with my fiance and, and I started quote unquote talking at the end of this summer fling. It's important to note that the friends with benefit is still a friend of mine that I see a few times a year at group hangouts in my hometown. If we have a big wedding, he would be invited. So here's my dilemma. I never disclosed to my fiance that my guy friend and I had a history. I let the fling fizzle out naturally, meaning we never hooked up again. And I just was friendly without being flirty. Our friendship essentially went back to normal and it was never awkward. My fiance has met him over the years and they get along. So my question is, should I feel guilty about not telling him this stuff? At some point, I had essentially told my fiance that I was still seeing other people in that month period, but that once we started hanging out in person, I only pursued him. In the past, he's gotten upset if the conversation of our sexual histories gets brought up. So I've gotten the vibe that he likes to live in a world where we met as virgins and not discuss anything that would indicate otherwise. I swear I'm a loyal partner with a cute peach. I just need some insight so I can truly enjoy this engagement period of our relationship. I'll attach some pictures of us and some candids that he's taken of me because he's a gem. Aww. Uh, please don't tell me he looks like a toe. <laughs> uh, enjoy your Gothamist party and your 2020 Christmas card pick. I thought the Christmas card was very funny and apparently everyone else interpreted it as sexual and kinky. Okay, let's see. I like the... Okay, so the Christmas card picture, she's like strangling him with... <laughs> The Christmas lights, which I think is really funny. And then they have a gothmas pic uh, picture where they're dressed as goths in front of the tree. You guys are cute together. I'm going to tell you right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, I don't feel the need to tell him this. What's the point really at the end of the day, girl, what are we doing? I don't think there's any point of it because it's just going to cause friction in your relationship. It happened a long time ago and you never really lied. Like, did you omit information? Yes. But you never really lied in terms of like, you told him once I got serious about you, I never saw anybody else again. So you were telling the truth about that. Your other extracurriculars are really not necessary for him to know. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there. 
if it does come up and he asks you for whatever reason, then you can just be like, I just didn't think it was, you know, I didn't tell you for a reason. I thought it would hurt you more than it helped. I don't think it was, it would be a useful thing for you to know, you know? That's why it's so funny. My friend said to me the other day, she's like, you're so good about not caring about like exes or their pat. Like if you're dating someone, like I don't care about who they dated, when they dated, how much they love the person. Nope. I don't care. I don't need to know what, what is that information going to do for me? Nothing. So I don't know, girl, I would, I would definitely not mention it. Why drive a wedge in between you guys enjoy your engagement it's going to be fine. He's never going to know. We're all adults. People hook up. It's fine. You know, I, I personally think it's fine. So I wouldn't do it. And I don't think that you did anything wrong. I mean, whatever it it happens, you know, if I was with a guy and I was marrying him and he had slept with one of his close girlfriends that I never felt like there was anything flirty in between them or never anything suspicious between them or anything like that. If I found out that, you know, if I was engaged and I had the choice, would you rather know that he hooked up with her or not? I would go, of course, I don't want to know that. Why would I want to know that? So just leave it, spare him. Um, okay. So this says embarrassing day drunk with the parents. Hi, girlfriend. Who do I think I am? But Hey, I ain't driving. Writing in to share something embarrassing, but it shouldn't be. I, 31 uh, female, in parentheses, live in my parents' basement right now because I'm in grad school and that's the only way that I can afford it. That's not embarrassing. That's just life. But what is embarrassing is getting a little too day drunk while cleaning while you live with your parents, particularly with a very serious stepmom. I'm down here blasting Spotify's gay club bangers playlist and scrubbing the shit out of the floorboards. So I decided to have some beers and then I resurfaced on the main level to take the trash out and instantly taken from my gay basement vibe to my stepmom's library vibe. And it was like, oopsies. Hey, uh, I have so much more to discuss with you and the potty, but I'll send a fresh email when I'm ready for advice, by the way, bumping up my fuck, Mary kill that I sent a while ago. 90s and 2000s pop punk. I don't know if that's right. Genre. Um, and then, okay. And then they give a, <laughs> they give a, a good fuck, Mary kill that we'll do right now. Oh, this is your dog. So cute. What is that? A little chihuahua? Chihuahuas are so funny to me. Cause it's like, why is that little mouse wearing a leash? You know? Cause that's really what they are. How much, how much bigger are they really than a mouse? Two pounds? You know? Oh, that's so funny. See, my parents, as an adult, my parents wouldn't care. If I was like young, if I was like super young and came in drunk, they would be like, what the fuck? But I would definitely have gotten in trouble. But for me, I feel like I, I mean, I did mushrooms with my parents a couple years ago. But anywho, okay. This um, Fuck Mary Kill is The Offspring, Third Eye Blind, and Blink 182. Ooh. Okay. So I love all three of them. I'm marrying Blink-182. Like, of course. And then I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill the offspring. And I'm going to fuck Third Eye Blind. Would that be fun at all? I think I guess I'll kill Third Eye Blind and fuck the offspring because it, it at least like has a different vibe to it, you know? But anywho, you guys. I love you so much and thanks for tuning in. 
so happy, so happy to have you here. And you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Sorry if the email, uh, sorry if the potties are a little shorter because I had to, you know, do these all and, and bank them. So I'll see you next week when I'm back and we'll have a full, a full potty and a fun time. So love you guys and see you soon. Bye.